where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I am the artist formerly known as Lucy Cecil. (laughs) I know it's boring, Olivia, and I know we try not to talk about it, but I am very tired. I cannot hack all of these social engagements. (laughs) Um, in, in what ways have you been engaged? Well, um, I, uh, so it's just been a very busy weekend. I've had a thing on every night and that does not happen very often. Mm. So Friday night, let's get straight to it. We went, we saw Carly Rae Jepsen, didn't we? We absolutely did. It was so good. It was really good. Apart from, I don't really like Victoria Warehouse, but other than that, No, it's not the best venue because it's all like really flat. So like, there's no sort of like dipping and therefore like, you just have to sort of here at the stage i mean obviously that's what you have to do in most places but yeah but the, just it, was annoying no gradient no zero gradient but no she was amazing it was loads and loads of fun it was literally banger after banger after banger yeah i screamed my little heart out did loads and loads of dancing and there were loads of like great like queers around us doing loads of amazing dancing as well so which many. i love so much and that guy in front of me who was doing like so many hair yes, flips and kept like he was great i, I was getting headbutted like every time but i didn't care no it was so good <laughs> he was amazing I had such good moves um yes we did that and then we went out afterwards and uh, had a jolly time Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so we went out afterwards and had a great time. Um, Apart from we kept, we wanted to request and we were waiting and waiting because we really wanted to hear a specific song, namely Ritual by Rita Ora. We were like, because we always do this thing, don't we? Where we're like, we'll just do like three more songs and see if it comes on. Yeah, three more songs and see if it comes on. And then it just wasn't. Spoiler alert, it never comes on. It never comes on. Um, And we ended up uh, going to the bathroom, like to leave and then listen to it in the bathroom and then had to like pause very quickly because someone came in and we were like just screaming it. (laughs) But then then we, we listened to it. Was it twice? On the walk, on to, the walk McDonald's. to McDonald's. Yeah, and then there were these two women um, on the, like, <laughs> on the, I was going to say sidewalk, who do I think I am? On the pavement. And um, they were like, oh my God, love those girls. And we were like, love you, love you too. <laughs> um, <laughs> that yeah, was fab. That was really good. And then we just had 20 chicken nuggets and went yeah, home. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, so I did that on Friday night. And then Saturday, woke up and was like, oh, feeling a bit tired and a, bit, a little bit rough. And then I had to go to a mate's 30th in Stoke. So I had to drive there, go out all over again. And, oh, I just, I'm tired. Fucking it. <laughs> Ended up going out to Reflex in Newcastle Underline. Let me tell you, that is a place to be. And let me tell you that to give you like a perfect image of what Newcastle Underline is like on a Saturday night out, we walked past a place that was called Rare, Newcastle's only steakhouse, but it was like a bar. <laughs> and on the outside of the building, like projecting out, was a huge television, yes. right? Out onto the street, playing none other than Mrs. Brown's Boys. Oh, God. <laughs> It was so odd. I was like, where are we? It was dead strange. Anyway, so I had another late night, slept on a sofa and felt, you know, a bit what, and then driven back today in an absolute chaotic storm. I know, it's wild, isn't it? Yeah, level um, up, level my, up. My window's broken, so the storm is within my bedroom. I know. Um, but I don't know whether it's just because I haven't, like, done the window... Uh, things down all the way oh okay and that's why like it's not sealing right maybe not i'm hoping it's that rather than i need to like buy a new window hopefully that would not be fab but just circling back to um newcastle underline mm. i don't know if i've knowingly been there mm. but um interestingly enough or not interestingly at all but it is a bit funny my mum went um this past week really yeah because she went um to help her friend who is gonna be like 
you know, the like a mother of the groom, basically her son's getting married and she had like a few options of what she was going to wear but then someone had recommended this shop oh, right. in Newcastle Underline and I was like, oh cool, Um, so what's it called, where are you going? And she was like, oh yeah, so we're going to go on Thursday and the shop's called She Devil. <laughs> um, That's amazing. And honestly, if you met my mum's friend Jane, mm. you would not put those two things together in any way and i think the shop is just like a nice shop with like all of those like things that you would want as like doing that role in the wedding or whatever but it's just called she devil i kind of like it i like the 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 gravity it brings it brings something doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? it does bring something well very nice yeah and then i've come back to manchester and back off out aren't we we're going to kim Petras. we are and i've actually had well my my living this week is my triple gig go. triple gig night because ah, we had Carly Rae Jepsen go. please tell us all yeah Carly Rae Jepsen on Friday which was fab and then on the Saturday um, last night I went to see um, Art School Girlfriend yeah. and Ida and they were both phenomenally great phenomenally yeah because wow. I don't really like know like I don't I didn't know Ida at all but I do know art school girlfriend yeah, who was fab same. um Ida so good really okay yeah I just I've not heard of them to be honest you <laughs> will love them you know I love being told what I will love yes and that's why I'm telling you because thank you so much yeah but you cool will. great well you've had quite the musical weekend i really have and then yeah kim petras tonight so right. that's what you're living for what you're longing for um i am longing for well in the spirit of uh, valentine's day being upcoming i am longing for the return of the love sausage <laughs> are you gonna get one this year i think so yeah yeah, yeah i think you should yeah yeah <laughs> cook a couple of fried eggs in the middle of it <laughs> Do the fried Crack eggs... a bottle of uh, sparkling rosé. Do the fried eggs come with the love sausage? or I think you have to bring your own. You have to bring your own. Yeah, okay. BYOE. <laughs> oh, she's tired, but she's sharp. <laughs> she's always sharp. Uh, oh, yeah. So, um, well, they're stunning. That's great. You, you better snap them up before they all go. Because remember last year we wanted to get one, we couldn't get one. I know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna head to the M&S food near me and see if I can be so lucky. <laughs> um, what are you living along for this week? So I am living for sort of like adjacent to our many many gigs um, because I've been doing a bit of driving and haven't been like haven't done any long drives for a bit. I mean these, these weren't very long drives. We need but a they big were like trip. an hour or so. Yeah, and I did so much like really loud music listening mm. and just like listening to great pop and like pounding my fist on the steering wheel, just feeling great. And I was like, yes, this is great. I am living for this exact moment right now. Mm. So that is what I'm living for. And I do it did make me wish that we were going on like a big long trip again because. I love it when we're in the car together listening to our playlist. Well, we are going to a Whitstable. We are in April. But I don't know if but, yeah. we'll drive or Maybe. not. Don't know. We need to think about that, don't we? Yeah, we yeah, can think, we about, can about, think it. about it. Um, so that's what I'm living for. And what I'm longing for is that this weekend, or you know, after the, when the pod comes out this weekend, we are going to finally watch the last season episodes of Shit's Creek. Yes, and we I are. And I am so excited for that. And we're not, we've been holding it in, haven't we? We're not just going to watch Shit's Creek. Oh, we not? No. What we're we also going to watch Love Sausage. That movie. What movie? The movie that I sent you. The oh, trailer. I think it's a TV series, isn't it? Like a web series, or is no, it a movie? It's a movie. That is going to be stunning. Like double bill. Yeah, I've forgotten what it's called. Like Cyberstalker. It's or called something. something like Cyber something. Yeah. So basically, Dan Levy. Like 
surveillance or something yeah like dan that. levy who wrote um Shit's creek and stars in it and um, i was listening to um a podcast that he was on like whitney cummings's podcast and he was talking about like they were talking about like rubbish acting gigs you do before you like make it big and like lifetime movies and stuff and he was like no i've genuinely done one and this was the one and he was like describing it and i was like oh my god we must watch this yes because he sent it to me and i was like what the fuck yeah and it's it's him and like misha barton and basically like it's about that she has been like in hiding for 13 years because she got like a bit stalked on the internet and then she's like coming back um, into society and then he's like trying to like solve who the stalker is i know like all the twists and turns and i've got all the spoilers but i'm not gonna Why do, do you that know to them? you because he spoke about oh, he it. talks about it yeah. right okay yeah but i just want to like we have to watch it it looks yeah so bad i in the best way i just want to see your face when those bits are revealed because you are gonna just die ah! it's just so it's so stupid yes okay well i'm very very much longing for that day then even more now yeah, I, I just love really, really, really bad movies. Oh my god, same. Love it's like them. the favourite thing to watch is something shit. Creek. <laughs> so there's been a couple of uh, big name coming outs this week, hasn't there? Uh, in the LGBTQ plus world. We've had two uh, big British uh, names who have uh, come out. Olivia, Please let everyone know who they are if they haven't heard yet. I mean, everybody already knows, but um, this week, obviously, the biggest um, news, I think, was about Philip Schofield coming out as gay. Yeah. Um, last week on Instagram, I think. He yeah, I think first. it was initially Instagram or something. And then he's, like, spoken about it on This Morning and yeah. stuff. And then, sort of, I think just before that, maybe the day before, Jamila Jamil came out as queer. Yeah. Um, but amidst another kind of awkward internet storm so yeah of its own what's your what's your kind of view of um the whole thing kind of like looking at it holistically because you know it's a difficult one to extrapolate because she kind of has come out amidst a lot of sort of negative accusations and so there's kind of an accusation then leveled at her that like she's done that to kind of divert the gaze um rather than just yeah <laughs> rather than just um come out you know aside from it aside from yeah. it yeah yeah so essentially for background um so Jamila Jamil has been announced as one of the hosts, or the host, I'm not sure if it's one or the one, um, of a new show that's going to be coming out called Legendary, which is um, all about the ballroom scene. Um, is it going to be like, is it like a talent-y show kind of thing? Yeah. With, about it, yeah. Yeah, so. and there are like house mothers yes. and stuff like that. So it's all about like, yeah, like like ballroom yeah. culture and voguing and dance. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think quite rightly she receives some criticism in the sense that she uh, is not someone who is part of the ballroom community no. at all and has taken this uh, spot of when it should really be someone who is connected to that community. I believe that definitely, ultimately, that's what I believe yeah. about it. And she was kind of arguing that like she is um, a queer Asian woman and um, you know her queerness was not always accepted and stuff. But I sort of feel like that's kind of separate to what this situation is. And even though she is a minority in other ways, people who have kind of come out against her have said, well, yes, we appreciate that. But in this situation, it should, the people prioritized for these positions should be people who have an association with that world. And 
those people are pretty much in a lot of um in a lot of instances black or latin yeah um gay men yeah and and trans people queer queer people queer people so Um, yeah um i don't know like she she's probably not the obvious fit no no absolutely absolutely not and like the there's this sort of issue in the you know umbrella issue of even taking something that is like an underground community and like profitizing it like yeah. and making it like mainstream is in itself a bit of like a contentious issue yeah and i think so, there's an issues around that with like rupaul's drag race yeah, and stuff. exactly but if you're gonna do that at least do it by vocalizing and giving a platform to the people within that community that's like what you can do if you want to do it at least at least do that um and i think that they made a mistake in like trying to I, I don't know why they've decided on her like i think i think she said something about like um being famous uh, being so famous so it means like i can give it. voice to it but uh, that felt gross to me that felt really gross to me um there was a really really great article uh in the independent the indy 100 uh written by serena bergman um why people are angry at jamila jamil for coming out as queer and it's incredibly like um comprehensive goes through like the whole background the whole thing that's happened because basically she got announced as the the uh host and then she sort of had a bit of backlash and then like the next day she like came out as queer to yeah. sort of be like well that's why guys um because i'm queer and it's kind of like oh like, no that's like, not no me. that's not the reason and yeah. she also said in two separate statements that she has like a long history of like loving ballroom culture and then another one saying that she's I'm new, new to, to the yeah. to the world of it so it's like well that's that's dubious as well yeah it? um so uh, I just thought it was a really great passage from this article um which sort of uh I think sums it up so I'll just read it out queerness is not created equal and identifying as lgbtq plus doesn't mean you can't also be guilty of appropriating parts of the culture which do not belong to you jamil's experience as an incredibly high profile british queer woman of south asian descent will be very different to that of an african-american or latinx trans non-binary or genderqueer person or gay man in the u.s and these are the people who have historically made up the majority of the ball scene yeah so like yeah and i think it's it's that it's you know understanding that you can be part of a community but you can still appropriate uh, mm. you can still appropriate bits of it that do that that aren't actually yours in a sense and like yeah of course she wants to like vocalize the voices and stuff that's you know that's great obviously but i just think that it's not the right fit over, overall and i think she's made it a bit worse by trying to be like oh but i'm queer guys yeah. like don't worry but then there's also kind of the um there's there's another school of thought i don't know where I align with this particularly, but another school of thought, which is saying that kind of, you know, who is, who is discussing this stuff? Like, like you and I are discussing it, queer people who know about ballroom culture, who care about it, probably would have been interested in the show. Like, these are the people who are having these discussions. These are the people who are um, outraged or upset by Jamila Jamil's um, kind of behavior through this. But actually like, we're all just in, an echo chamber and you know are we just eating ourselves well yeah I I know what you mean but I also think and I think she says this in the article as well that like if it is the people who are part of the community who are having the issues and being like vocal about it then it is probably something that people should be listening to yeah like and when I say people I mean like big bosses who are making these shows and you know making the wrong decisions yeah I think like they're the people who need to hear it the most for the I guess for the to be um the biggest changes rather than kind of like 
being very like ham-fisted in yeah. who they're slapping on the cover of things yeah and as well when it's around like you say a monetization of um an underground like subculture movement it needs to be like handled very carefully yeah, exactly and i think it just hasn't been essentially um i did also see an interesting uh a few tweets um comparing the coming out of jamila jamil as a woman of color and uh philip Schofield as like a white cis man mm. um and how it's very different but i but i think that that's quite contextually different in the sense that hers has come about as a sort of within this whole other yeah it's so contextually going different. on i honestly yeah. don't think people would have like you know cared in any kind of negative way like on the whole had it not been with this i'm not context, sure really i don't know because i feel like people um like to criticize jamila jamil yeah they do um and so i feel like it would have been if she'd done it at any point um, there would have been this I guess, sort yeah, of... people would have said, like like she said, yeah. they would have said that you're, like, um, bandwagon hopping yeah, or whatever. exactly. But I personally yeah. know that, for me, like, I would not have cared in any way had no, she done that. Me neither. But yeah. um, I guess in this context, <laughs> you kind of wonder why now, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting to see what happens. I think it's all just going to go ahead probably yeah, and um, it'll weird. be a bit odd and i think that there'll be some a lot of people very unhappy about yeah. it did you see that trace lisette um tweeted her yes and uh, it would have been so stunning if she was in yeah. it yeah well she auditioned for it and then yeah. just got completely wedged and it's like well yeah come on I know. <laughs> yeah it's unfortunate and it's she's very such a good dancer as well mm-hmm. yeah nice nice yeah well uh we'll we'll see <laughs> what happens hopefully uh any future projects can learn from this kind of experience yeah and i guess like speaking of scove mm. um what's i mean the thing is i find it very strange to kind of have any kind of take on anybody's like coming out yes i just sort of think like well it's up to them like i don't really like care in a yeah. sense but i guess you know he's a huge um cultural figure for yeah Britain. it's it's always in, important in that sense that somebody is visible yeah uh, and especially someone who is like daytime telly morning telly like yeah. big huge name one of the only things that like and this always sort of a bit gets my goat is you get like a lot of people who are like oh yeah Philip Schofield oh look oh look, so much love to him and like support him blah blah but in their like actual lives are not particularly like uh welcoming and friendly to queer people mm. and that like bugs me mm. it's a bugbear of mine but yeah. um and that's a problem um but hopefully with more and more things like where people feel like they're able to come out and um be visible and be openly uh queer then that kind of behavior might uh hopefully dissipate mm. and if you had to call it who do you think his future celebrity boyfriend could be oh <laughs> who do i want it to be yeah like who could you see him with Knowing, oh him as, knowing him as you do so intimately. <laughs> Meeting the scope. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, my brain's complete, going completely blank. Can't do it. Okay. What do you think? What about like John Barrowman? <laughs> Two big media names. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe... <laughs> this is a very odd conversation. <laughs> placing scope with people um yeah or maybe like a um more of like a <laughs> i can't think of anyone my brain's so dead yes john barrowman 
sure, let's let's see it happen. But isn't John Barry is John Mar- Barrowman married? Yeah. Uh, partnered, I think. But things yeah. can change. Things can change. As we've just seen. As, we've, as we have seen. <laughs> so other than the plethora of gigs that you have attended in recent days, what else have you been consuming this week? What are your consumables? Um, so I have been uh, watching, I've nearly finished, I think I've got like half an hour left of the last episode. Um, the Stranger on Netflix. Oh, right. I just watched Ep 1 last night. Oh my God. <laughs> It reminds me so much of like, it reminds me so much of like, um, you know, like ITV dramas. Yeah. It's so an ITV drama yes. on Netflix. Because yeah. every time like anything happens, which is like not even dramatic, it's like, yeah. bleh, bleh. <laughs> like this like really dramatic music. And it's like, she's and loads of like looks. Yeah. Like she's walked out to like the garden. She's like under the pergola and it's like, <laughs> yeah. like nothing's happened. I agree. So this is, uh, The Stranger is like a, TV series adapted from a Harlan Coburn novel, and I've I, I've read I've watched something else I can't remember what it was called, which was also based on a Harlan Coburn novel, and it's incredibly similar. It basically what he loves to do is, and this is not going to be any spoilers. He loves to like just give you like a thousand weird mystery things that make you basically like want to keep watching because you kind of want to know what happened. Mm. But like, and literally like. Every, at the end of every single episode prepare yourself there's like a new like oh my god what about this yes. and it's like every single one and it's and I just found myself like I think on the episode maybe five or six something happens at the end and I, I was watching it at work on my lunch and I just burst out laughing <laughs> and um, but my colleagues were like what are you laughing at I was like I'm watching that fucking show and I was like it's so dumb and like it's it's yeah all of these like stupid cliffhangers which make you like intrigued and mean that you're yeah. gonna watch the whole thing but the actual content of it is shit Bare bones. it's like not very good and like um yeah but also love that it's obviously set in like manchester so you get to like see bits and be like oh yeah oh yeah it was great and there was like did sabree sports club yeah, there there yeah. was like yeah loads of like bits yeah. around chalton yeah, there's range. some more like uh proper manny bits coming up for you which are always exciting stunning yeah um so it's like all right but i've been watching that and just like losing my mind to it and being like oh please yeah it's not really like a normal like netflixy kind of thing no it's a bit like itv drama that like yeah. what you'd watch with like your mum on a Sunday that's exactly what it is but I think that that is like uh, I think Netflix are trying to like just pick up everything yeah so um they're just getting new new bits like that um but yeah no it's entertaining um but <laughs> would I ever ever really recommend it or watch it ever again no okay <laughs> but um I think you should watch it all right yeah okay okay I will um apart from that I have not that's really all I've been like watching any books um, uh, no, not really. I've just been doing some sort of research reading for a writing project I'm doing, um, but uh, nothing like really to be interested in for you guys. <laughs> what have you been reading? Um, I just finished Queenie. Ah, oh, how was it? It was really good. Um, it is by Candice Carty Williams. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was maybe a little bit too long. Like it didn't need to be as long. Yeah. As it was, there was quite a lot of bits where I was like. Yep, we've been here, we've been here, we've been here, we've been here. But really good characterization, really good depiction of like um of mental health struggles and about kind of her her coming to terms with things that have happened to her in her life and a lot of like loss and how a lot of things have contribute to her having kind of like a um a mental breakdown and how she kind of comes back from that where she doesn't kind of have a lot of 
support um at different times and how she kind of like takes back control of her life but it's not it's not this like really like satisfying linear thing where she's shit and then she's fine again it's like by the end like things are still not great in some ways have improved in others but i think that like her her perception shifts and things okay and i think that that is a lot more like akin to um sort of real life experiences of, of things like that and um there's a lot in there about race and about how she is um overly sexualized as a black woman mm. and um about her relationship to race in her like sexual and romantic relationships and um just with men in general okay. and with her family and her friends and um how that weaves itself into like every facet of her life and in her work and so um yeah i think it's a very like timely book um it's really well written it's just a bit long maybe. yeah okay fair enough but, yeah um, no, you, i want to read it it's very readable so yes. even though it's long it won't take a long time to read yeah, I know um, what you mean. but yeah i would definitely um definitely recommend it um and actually um candice carty williams is um a marketer and she's a journalist as well and she writes for refinery 29 and id and things like that so you could probably see some of her writing in some of those places as well so have you been watching anything or uh any poddies you're always on the pods you are i'm always on the pods um a couple of new pods that whitney cummings one um that i listen to because i just look for anything that's got like dan levy in um because i want to like get hyped for watching shit's creek so and I just love him the most. He's so great. So I've been enjoying that. And then I've also been enjoying, which is kind of an odd one, but Russell Tovey has a podcast called Talk Art. Yeah, I've always thought about like listening to that, but never actually have. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, for me, it's because I'm not like mega genned up on loads of art bits, but um, if there's a particular artist on that I like or like a well-known person who is into art, mm-hmm. then I've been listening to it. So I listened to the David Trigley one, okay, yeah. which is funny and I like David Trigley. Yeah. And um, I also listened to the Lena Dunham one because right. um, she's quite interesting. So yeah, um, I think, you know, I can't remember the name of his co-host. I feel bad. But um, anyway, they have a good patter. Nice. And uh, yeah. And then also... Um, Russell Tovey is who I see Philip Schofield with. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> that would not work. Um, but John Barrowman would, would yes. be perfect. Well, more than Russell Tovey. <laughs> no. We know nothing of his taste. We don't, but we can speculate. Um, anyway. We will. <laughs> Each uh, week we'll guess until we find <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. We'll get a sweepstakes going. Um... Yeah, so it's it's a good podcast, but probably one that I would like pick up and put down and not necessarily listen to every single week. But I would recommend that if you're nice. interested in art or interested in the art that people you like are into. And also um, Table Manners um, has got a new series um, as well. Um, Any good guests? Ashley, Ashling B. Oh, yeah. Was um, the first guest. I haven't watched that um, that Living With Yourself thing on Netflix because it, it was really like badly reviewed and the yeah, people that I've heard talk about it have said it was really bad mm. um but you know she seems like a nice person and she was fine on yeah um table manners and i do that's such a good stalwart that podcast mm. um so yeah i've been listening to that 
It's also LGBT History Month this it month. It is. Um, I've seen also on Instagram that um, the account Queer Bible has been posting some really interesting stuff. So they post um, images and things and like really um, comprehensive captions that all kind of detail around LGBT plus history. Nice. So you get to find out some cool stuff that you might not have known. So I would definitely recommend them as a follow, not just this month, but in general. Yes, because there's a lot of history all the time. Hmm. Uh, you can also go on lgbtplushistorymonth.co.uk and there's uh, extensive uh, resources and a wall chart and, and, a, and a calendar for events near you for any LGBT history plus events. We need to have a look and see if there's anything we can go to in Manchester. There should be. And that would be a nice time. Um, also, this past week, we had Time to Talk Thursday, which is about um, taking stock and having a think about ways that you can have um, strong and good mental health. And it's kind of um, an initiative that's come through workplaces. Um, my work um, did Time to Talk Thursday. We had different things going on in the different buildings. and we In had, all the pods. In all the pods, yeah. <laughs> and um, we had like different resources that were posted and we had like a sort of like coffee morning thing where you were like encouraged to go and just kind of chat to people and not just like take a biscuit and leave and run back to your desk <laughs> and like nice. lunchtime walks and different things like that so yeah it was cute um and also our work we also have um counseling services and things like nice. that so it's a relatively robust kind of system so yeah. um i know not all workplaces are like that but um i think if you have nothing in your work just um google time to talk and there are different kind of free resources that you can get which yeah. will kind of maybe help a little bit i don't know i managed to push my bosses to let me put up a poster for the samaritans that's good isn't it oh okay well yeah you're, you're <laughs> close doing, that i've got you're doing your you're doing your bit as well <laughs> um but also on that subject i also read a really interesting article with um the west ham football player um jilly flatty yes um have you read this yeah i did okay um yeah and there was a video as well and it's kind of about her talking about her struggles with mental health that she had when she was first getting into football when she was about 17 and um sort of this sort of she was saying it'll be like a shocking revelation for people about how bad it was for me and she was suicidal and um it was yeah really a really really tough time for her and she'd always kind of kept it as a bit of a secret um but because of you know time to talk and kind of the shifting attitudes towards mental health and also just seeing um the level of crisis that we're in um in kind of today's culture she wanted to come out and speak about this which i thought um she did really really well and bravely and it's a really good um it's really good article and i think like her being in the position that she's in hopefully it will um it will help a lot of people especially in a sport like football where it's been you know historically really hard to um be in a space where you can be open about some of these issues absolutely yeah no it's all it's all a power for good um so i'll put that in the show notes if you would like to read it but um yeah it's a really interesting article and also talks about how she was dealing with a lot at that time and also um how coming out as gay around that same time was also um a factor for her so yeah i think that um it's definitely worth a read so we've had quite the musical weekend, so I'm very, very intrigued to hear what your track of the week is, Olivia. 
Well, my track of the week has to be from Ida. Here we um, go. Because they're my new fave band that I saw yesterday. And um, my favourite song was and is... Um, well, it was tough, actually, because you know when like you go to a gig and you don't like know the band and they're really good and yeah. it's like a great time because you're like oh this is such a bonus like you just sort of have no expectations yeah and then the whole way through I kept being like that's my favorite that's my favorite right that's my favorite yeah um, and trying to like remember what they all were so I have like a few ones that I really like but the one that I probably like the most is called does she even know oh does she I don't know if she does <laughs> she might do but um it is very like so you know you want to like have so you know like escape Enrique Iglesias you want to like do of course a, I know you want to do escape a, by Enrique yeah so you want to do a big cry in the car this is yes this is a cry in the car oh yeah love a cry in the car I'm not going to confirm or deny whether or not that happened I'm, I'm only bringing that up because you have spoken about it on the podcast before <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm an honest and open person and crying in the car is fine and great and fun yep <laughs> um so what how would you how would you describe like Ida's music like what sort of um it's kind of genre i believe that they're under the same label as self-esteem okay and they're kind of like that vibe and i believe that the drummer that they have is the same drummer that is in self-esteem mike um yeah yeah. mike the drummer mike the drummer um so yeah it's kind of like like eerie kind of emotional pop nice love it yeah yeah love to hear it. it's very you it's very us (laughs) it's you it's me it's everyone we know yeah so um, you, me, and Dupree. So I think that I would, um, yeah, recommend it to you and to everyone. Um, and Dupree. And Dupree, yeah, especially her. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> HBU. Uh, my track of the week. It has to be "Cut to the Feeling" by Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> I can't. I can't not. I can't think. Like this week, I just listened to loads of Carly Rae to get used to it. Used to it. <laughs> everyone i'm sorry i've forgotten how to speak i listened to lots of carly ray to get ready for the gig obviously in excitement Mm -hmm. and then it was the last song she played there was confetti cannons i like was jumping loads was loving it loads and just feeling really really great and um it's just gonna be my track of the week because it's such a fucking banger and i don't think there's anything more to say about it than that so we absolutely agree with uh, losing our minds at a Carly Rae Jepsen concert. But what do we not agree with this week, Olivia? It is time for... I don't agree with it. So let's just cut to the feeling about the things that we don't agree with. Yeah. And it's a shared I don't agree with it, I believe. Yeah, it, well, sometimes it just has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. And what we don't agree with this week is Bad Behaviour at Gigs Part 2. Yes, this is Part 2. We've already had Part 1 where we talk about that guy from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, Rick Moranis. Yes, and we don't agree with him, mm. um, which is just like a man thinking he owns the gig. Mm. Um, but also, when we were at Carly Rae Jepsen, there were a lot of people going to get a drink, like one drink before the end, like one song before the end. Yeah, I honestly, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, so what I don't agree with specifically is people who do not stay in situ at a gig. Mm. I don't understand why you would go, pay for a gig, go and just like stand there and then be like right what I'm actually going to do is leave for like a bit but then I'm going to come back and be really annoying I'm also going to have a load of drinks and be really like awkward yeah. and also like the other thing is there's always so many people who are just like talking to each other yeah. and it's like why did you pay for this why are you here mm. who are you well when I was at Ida um, last night um, there was like Rick Moranis part 
two okay um who kept going Ida, Ida, <laughs> oh, but like at all of the wrong times and they were like doing some like really like delicate song about you know relationships or whatever and he's like Ida, and he was really 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 drunk and we saw him outside chili's takeaway like bent over it like <laughs> after the gig so he was like not yeah. not in the zone but there was this man who was very clearly one of the two women that were in the band's dads oh, okay um who was stood in front of us and then every single time like anyone even like dared to like whisper but especially this this guy um he would like be like shooting daggers everyone so <gasps> it must have been like the most stressful gig for this man oh, ever because he was so stressed by like everybody um talking but especially this man who was like ruining everything i like him though i like his energy i want i want need more people throwing daggers so people stop moving he was, around he was throwing daggers but i kind of like wanted to say like your daggers are falling on like blind eyes because it, they're too drunk <laughs> to care about happen. your daggers yeah yeah, yeah. you so can't change this it's wasted breath daggers rick moranis is a rick moranis yeah, yeah. to be honest mm-hmm. um so yeah i just think it's like weird like bizarre behavior that i just don't understand like that is strange and i also think like you know if you get a drink at the beginning like just get it like you know you can get it while supports on whatever if you're not into the support and then like a whole gig is never really any more than like 45 minutes so do you really need to have like three drinks in that time like can't you survive i know i I, we're we're in agreement with this we're not going to agree with it we don't understand these people yeah if you are these people think on if you're in like an empty room and you can easily move about then yeah yeah fine. that's a bit different but when it's like a huge big gig and you literally have to squeeze past everyone to get packed and then you have to squeeze past yeah. them to like get back and like i just i i can't imagine ever inconveniencing everyone so much no, <laughs> it's I can't. unreal to me it's um not, yeah it's not, no it's not the, it's not the done thing it is not the one and also this is a bit of a strange one because we are going into the end of the podcast now and there's obviously only one thing left there is um and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it but i've got to say i'm not happy oh shit it's time for celine watch so normally i'm completely and unequivocally um positive about Mm. our girl celine um you got me worried but well you should be worried Mm. okay because this week lucy celine has been guilty of what? Do you, do you know what? Do you want to know what she's been Gucci found guilty? She's been found guilty of. I do. She's been found guilty by me <laughs> of wearing a shoe blender. <gasps> she's been wearing. She's been seen on the streets. This is a amalgamation of I don't agree with that and Celine watch. Yes. We never thought this would happen. <laughs> We've inceptioned ourselves. <laughs> so she has been seen both on Instagram and the streets wearing a shoe blend and the shoe blend is a shearling boot that you would expect to maybe wear if you were in the arctic yeah but with a five inch heel oh no celine please and it's just not the way of things can we not uh, oh i mean i know we've i know we've we always say we forgive her for everything but some wounds cut too deep eh i don't know how i'm coming back from this shit maybe it's the end of celine watch <laughs> right are you, next, all, are you all gonna miss it loads next week jay mcdonald and we're not looking back <laughs> absolutely yeah maybe maybe next week she needs a time out for the shoe blend <gasps> and we have a different watch she's, she's on the naughty step mm. celine's on naughty step with her shoe blend well interestingly enough i think she was on a step wearing the shilling <laughs> boots so you'll see her in situ um 
so anyway, that is my Celine watch for, for this week. And I don't want to end things on a negative, but, you know, sometimes life is life. Life is life and you've got to take the good with the bad. You've got to take the shearling boots with the rough and the smooth. You have, haven't you? Well, maybe she needs to have a little think. Maybe we do too. And much like a shearling boot shoe blend, this podcast also needs to end. <laughs> so until next week, we will be loving you, leaving you and longing for you till Wednesday. Bye. There is a New York junior delicate. I don't remember the next bit. What I'm about to say so may seem indelicate. Yeah. Oh. Superpose a new form, form of, of government. government. Oh, something know. or other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why do you assume? Right. Do your normal voice. This is my normal voice, Olivia. No, but the normal volume. Uh, so this is me talking about things and bits. Okay, yeah, that's me the same and probably agreeing.